So we pray that even as we listen to God's word tonight, God's word will be an eye-opener for us tonight and to change something definitely in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, so tonight I'm going to teach on what I've titled, Those Who Oppose You. Those who oppose you. Those who oppose you. Hallelujah. Those who oppose you. So, anytime you are going to be a person that's going to do something great or achieve something great, you are going to come across opposition. So, Paul says somewhere that a great door has been opened before me, an effectual door, but there are many adversaries. So, there is a very big opening, there is a very big door, there's a very big opportunity. That will change your life. But there are many adversaries. There are many opposition. Amen. So usually when you, are, when you don't have anything to do, when you are just of no significance, there's usually no opposition. Nobody really cares about you. But it's like when you are just between and between, when you can see your destination attack, when, when, when there's a great door, maybe for some of us it's a preaching door, or whatever door it is, you know, for some of us it's a recommendation door. Something great that has happened to your life. There is or there are many, many adversaries. Amen. So tonight, my prayer is that, you know, God's, God's going to open our eyes to so many things because this message is going to be eye-opening. It has shifted a lot of things, a lot of paradigms, you know. Um, so let, let's go, to, let's dive into God's word tonight. Let's go to Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. So I'm going to read. Um, Numbers 11, verse 16 and 17. 16 and 17, 25 to 29. Numbers 11, 16 and 17, 25 to 29. So we just selected. Numbers 11, 16 and 17, 25 to 29. So I'm reading from the message version. So you can track with me. So I'm going to start from verse 16. God said to Moses, now this is when Moses was really tired and he needed a burden bearer. He needed, he's, he's like, God, don't, don't allow me to be disgraced. It's, it's just too much pressure. And God said to him, gather together 70 men from among the leaders of Israel. Men whom you know to be respected and responsible. Take them to the tent of meeting. I, God, will meet you there. I will come down and speak with you. So where did God tell Moses to take them? To the tabernacle, to the tent of meeting. And he says, I will take some of the spirit that is on you and place it on them. They will then be able to take some of the load off these people. So you won't have to carry the whole thing alone. That is, he's going to bring them as burden bearers. Somebody here, you are going through a heavy burden. There's some, some heavy tax. Maybe it's a financial commitment, but there will be people that will take off that burden over your life. Amen. So God now gets 70 men so that he can carry what is on, on Moses and put it on the 70 men. 24. So Moses went out and told the people what God had said. He called together 70 of the leaders and had them stand around the tent. God came down in a cloud and spoke to Moses and took some of the spirit, in fact, some, can you imagine? Some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 leaders. 
when the spirit rested on them, they prophesied. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied. But they didn't continue. It was a one-time event. Let's go to 24 to 29, I guess. Meanwhile, two men, so out of the 70, so two men, that is 68, were in a tent. The other two were not in the tent. Are we together? The other two were not in the tent. Two men had stayed in the camp. They were listed as leaders, but they didn't leave camp to go to the tent. Still, the spirit also rested on them where they were. And they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran to Moses and told Moses, Eldad and Midad, Abie and Juliet, Lisi and Melvina. These two people, they are not in the camp, they are not in the tabernacle. They don't deserve to be under this power. But somehow they are somewhere, but still they are prophesying because the spirit located them when they were in the camp and they began to prophesy. Has rested and they are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun. Joshua, son of Nun. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' right hand man since his youth, said, Moses, master. Stop them. Moses, master, stop them. Some versions say, forbid them. Forbid them. Forbid them. Stop them. Stop them. But Moses replied, are you jealous for me? Hallelujah. Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all God's people were prophets? That means God even wishes that all his people we are prophets. In other words, Joshua is saying, forbid them. And Moses is saying, no. Will that God put his spirit on all of them? Hallelujah. Amen. So, God took the spirit on that was on Moses, took some of the spirit on Moses, and chose 70 people. And then, two of the 70 were not there. Two of the 70 were not there. And so, when the Spirit came upon them and they began to prophesy, somebody had a vision and said, Moses, stop them. Forbid them. Forbid them. They are doing very well in business. Forbid them. The ministry is growing. Stop them. They are happy in marriage. Stop them. Forbid them. I'm getting somewhere tonight. Their ministry is moving. They, they have a great ministry, an international ministry. Stop them. Forbid them. The reason why he says stop them is because, number one, their monopoly is being broken. Many a times in wealth, in, even in spiritual circles, in business circles, when a person's monopoly is being broken, there are people who get up to try to stop them. Even in spiritual circles. If somebody gets up right now with a powerful move of God, they get up and they, 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 they say, stop them. Because once the monopoly is broken, they don't, they don't feel comfortable. In other words, they just want to be the only people. They just want to be Alpha and Omega. They 
they just want to be the leading business entity. So any young business that comes up, stopping them. Because when monopoly is about to be broken, people will rise up and say, stop them. We are the only ones who have to prophesy. Forbid them from prophesying. I'm getting somewhere tonight. Forbid them. That is why many people are going to be happy with you when you are just doing some small butterscotch business. One plus one, you are receiving some small income. You are doing butterscotch, doing small, small, small breakfast, making profit of 300, 400. Nobody will, nobody will stop you. They will just be happy with you. They will say, my God will bless you in what you are doing. But the moment you have you, the moment you hire a shop, the moment you want to expand, they say, forbid them. So when the monopoly is being broken, when people, oh my God, when people's monopoly is about to be broken, when you are a young keyboardist, because you are a powerful threat, they will say, forbid them. Because they, their monopoly is being broken. Number two, they become envious. Because Moses said to, 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 to Joshua, why are you envious of my sake? I sense some jealousy. I sense some jealousy. Why are you envious? Because God even desires that all his children to prophesy. So I have seen in charismatic circles or even spiritual circles, even business, when God is doing something, in the life of a person, you can see that even among spiritual circles and charismatic and other powerful circles, they will start to say that you don't belong to the evangelical association of prophets. Meanwhile, you don't need to join any association to be a prophet. You prophesy that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Am I getting somewhere? So people will tell you that you are not belonging to any council. So when you start to grow, they start to say you cannot preach again because you are not in the association of born again, end time, pastorate, and movement. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, so, because he's not there, they try to frustrate you. Am I, am I, am I talking to somebody tonight? Yes, he cannot preach, she cannot prophesy because she's not belonging to the episcopal move of God, end time ministry. The association of pastors. But you know, I pray in my spirit this whole week. I say, Father Lord, let your spirit fall in a mess. So, let, let one more Duma prayer at 5 p.m. Let the Holy Ghost fall out and let a Maracas be full of the Holy Ghost and power. Let him be declaring the word of God. And let people say that he is not part of the Christian council. But still, God decides because He says, I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Yes, sir. Where is His calling? And you know what? When you start moving, they'll start to say one man church. They start, let me tell you, can I, can I get somewhere? They'll start to say, this church is a one man church. Excuse me, is the Methodist church not a one man church? Who is the father of the Methodist church? John. Am I getting somewhere tonight? Yes, sir. But when you start to grow and you are a threat to their 
then they start to say, stop them. Forbid them. The Anglican church, who started it? The Church of England, the king and the queen. The Catholic church was not started by a group. It was started by a woman. And when you start moving, they will start to fight you. Forbid them! Stop them! Stop them! <laughs> I call it spiritual envy. Spiritual envy. When you go to a town and you start to preach, you start to do wonders. People will start calling you all kinds of names. They will even call you foreign church. But which church is a, which church is a local church? Which church is a local church? Who can say they are the ones who started? The Anglican church is from UK. Is somebody pregnant with me? I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. When a young man is doing well in business, they start to say, where are his qualifications? When somebody is doing something, once the person is doing something of a great importance, or once the person is moving at a certain dimension, they will tell you, they will use all kinds of methods to stop you. They will, will even get the police. They will even set you up. All kinds of things happen. They will even send spies into your business when you are growing. They do all kinds of things to stop you. But I came to tell somebody tonight, be of good courage and keep going forward. Otherwise, they are going to stop you. Don't let anybody stop you. You are a millionaire in the making. Tonight we pray. John chapter 3, verse 25 to 30. 
Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto John, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizes. In other words, that small, that guy you baptized in your church, that small boy you raised, that small boy who was in your church today, he's having a big ministry. That small boy that you trained, if one was that boy that came under you, under your function and under your ministry, he is doing well. And all men come to him. People don't come to our churches anymore, but they are all coming to the Lord's prayer. I want to talk about the people don't come to this city and they are all coming, they are all coming. People don't come to this city, they are all coming. And they came to John. These are disciples of John. And John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. I declare over your life, you are receiving from heaven. Your blessing is from heaven. Your business is from heaven. Your finances is from heaven.
and continuing, he says, You yourself bear witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I am sent before him. In other words, the first thing you need to know is to know yourself. John the Baptist said, Listen to me, I am not the Christ, I am John the Baptist. He is the Christ. Hallelujah. I am John the Baptist. He is the Christ. There are a lot of people who look at you and they wish that they, they wish they could just get rid of you. But no, God has made all of you unique. God has given some prophets. God has given some apostles. There's no need to be envious. Everybody has a part to play. Hallelujah. God has given us every gifting. Everybody here is gifted. You are full of gifting from heaven. God has given you your own unique. So don't, don't compare yourself, John, to Jesus Christ because I am not Christ. So he makes it very clear. Because Jesus is Jesus. John is John. How can somebody like me stop what God is doing? Look at you, a human being who sleeps. Somebody take your hand like this. Look at your hand. How can you stop something? Look at your hand like this. Look, 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 look. How can you? How can you? Who will walk and sometimes stumble and fall? How can you stop? Stop on your How can you stop Christ and not the man? How can you? How can you stop? Don't allow anybody to stop you. You are, I declare you are unstoppable. From tonight you are unstoppable. They cannot stop you. They will do everything but they cannot stop you. You will close your life Christ. Let God be God and let every man be a liar. The other person, I can be a man who will even sleep today and my dying will stop you. I said, how can a man who answered the phone call in the evening and said, hey, talk to somebody. The next one you hear that is that. You say, I just spoke to you. How can that person stop? What God? Because every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. And every good and every perfect gift comes from above. Anyone that can clap your hands, God has a blessing beyond the destruction of man. Anybody that can clap your hands, God is having a blessing. I am not Jesus. I am John. But greater is he that is coming. Look at what he says in the next slide. Oh my God. He tells them, he says to them, he that hath the bridegroom, bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This, my joy, is therefore fulfilled. So what John is saying is that if you are friends to the bridegroom and he is joined to the bride because I am close to the bridegroom he is his joy becomes my joy. In other words what he's saying is that if some people's success translate into your joy is somebody with me? Yeah. So, so that, that means that the more they succeed the more they, you are blessed. Yeah. Follow me tonight. John understood and listen. Oh, I, I am still part of the bride, I'm still part of the entourage. If he succeeds, I also succeed. May God bring you into relationships where, listen to me, somebody, when people succeed, you succeed. That is the reason why a lot of people, when certain governments fail, they fail. Follow me. Why? Because if the government succeeded, they succeed. You know, recently I was passing by t- traffic light and I saw these UDP people. And some people, yeah, I just see some people sitting around there 
the door there, the house. And I was passing by, and you are going to work, you are going to work, going to work. You are diligent. You look at those places, look at these people. They are lazy, they are not working. If they if you need me, oh, hey. I prophesy over somebody tonight. God will bring somebody in your life. When the person is succeeding, you are succeeding. Amen. So guess what? You have to be the person to be successful. Amen. So, 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 so you say, I, I, I know that if that person is succeeding, So when NDC is in power, listen to these dynamics. Oh my God. When NDC is in power, they will stop all the NPP businesses. They will, they will, the president with authority now be aware of somebody who's in authority. Even if he's a camel, once he is given authority, even if he's a sheep, once he's given authority, let me tell you, go ahead and read the Bible, all through the Bible, all the kings, they were bullies and fools. Yeah. All of them were they were just drunk and foolish. Yeah. But when they came before them, they said, Oh, King live forever. Yeah. It's only God who lives forever. But they understood that these people have authority. Yeah. The same way you have authority over servants and the same way you have authority is the same way authority has been given unto them. So when the people in authority are there, let me just give you a peek and throw something away. That is why if you are in business, Titus chapter 1 verse 1 says. First of all, let intercession be made for those in authority, the rulers. Because you see, don't worry about your don't worry about praying about your business much. Because these rulers they create the climate for business. 
The Bible says that when they, when, when they, when you pray for them, then there's peace. Are you understanding me? So, so, so a lot of your prosperity is connected with who is, in, who is ruling. So we'll come to that later. That's another, another thing, another day. But these people, when they come, they close all the businesses. So NDC men will take over. The next election, if NDC win again, they take over. But if MDP wins, what happens? All of them. So they, there was a great company that came to Gambia. They, they, they came here. We partnered with them to do something. Guess what? When the man went to the to the country, the next election, the, 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 uh, their opposition won. And so they closed all their business and put them on a house arrest. People can use power to do so many things. So they, but I pray that God will bring you people in your life. When they, when they succeed, you also succeed. And finally, John says something in verse 30. He said, he must increase, but I must decrease. John is saying, he must increase. Is there somebody who can say, oh, don't worry, you just, you increase. <laughs> Do you know of a person like that who will say, oh, you increase. Let me decrease. Now, this, this is very powerful because this is the situation of most of the worldly systems and the governments. When some people are increasing, some people are decreasing. And I'll give that by the end of the message, the corona thing. When certain people are increasing, other people are what? Decreasing. Listen, we're going to pray about this. So, he increased, I decrease. This is the perspective of many people. Most of the people that are engaged in quantum powers and fighting this, all they want to do is the increase. Whoever has increased over you and made you decrease tonight, there are people who increase, they are growing like that all the time. Meanwhile, anybody who is growing fat for your and you are growing lean tonight, we are reversing. So, he said, This man was increased and I must decrease. In other words, when the kingdom of God is increasing, what is happening to the kingdom of darkness is going down. When people are coming in the church, when people are coming in, having a personal relationship with Christ, what happens is that the, 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 the population of hell is decreasing while the population of hell is increasing. Now, there is also increase, and I will increase. Are you following? There is where there is a place where we increase together. You know, some of you, some, there are some businesses, uh, in, and you see, I'm telling you, a lot of people are doing, a lot of people are increasing. Why are people increasing in business? They will give you some more, small, small money. They call it all kind of things. They will say, oh, we are giving you some money. But they are increasing. Yeah. Why are you increasing? But tonight, we are addressing that thing tonight. Yeah. Then there's some that says, you increase while I increase. So they could do well, you also do well. And those are significant relationships you will enter. You know what? I was talking to a pastor some few years and I realized that sometimes people can use. And can, can I tell you something tonight? All of you play instruments in this place. You will increase what I use. Yeah. Listen, when I come here, I am looking at everybody and I'm praying. I say, no, let them increase. Because you don't want to see why somebody is, is just increasing and somebody is famous. I want to be a job and ministry and then the musicians are not, they are decreasing. So you must say to yourself, I also must increase. That's why I must increase. But they have taught us to believe that numbers is not important. They have taught us to believe that it well, don't matter. Where, where you are is fine. Where you are is fine. No, no, no. 
even though you're beginning, you will start small. But it will go. Your big, your, your, your beginning is not an expectation. It's not, it's, it's not a sustained expectation. So don't be doing something by saying, God is, no, no. It, it made everything to multiply and increase. So you are coming into relationship whereby you increase. And I increase. Hallelujah. So as I do well, you also do well. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, we, we all have to increase together. It's all about me. You, you cannot be in a ministry whereby the man is just increasing, increasing, and you are decreasing. It's all about me. Yeah. Now look at what he says. That's why when Jesus was on the earth, now follow. Most ministries, most ministers of God, most great people, if you notice, when they die, nobody can take up what they need. Most of the times. How do you believe that? Most people. I, I know somebody who's a very good organist. He said, Oh, you know, and he's the top. You know, we are enjoying monopoly. You are increasing and you want everybody to be. There are certain businesses that are doing well in Corona time. Yes. They are increasing mm. and they are two people to decrease. Mm. So increase and there's decrease. But there's also increase and there's increase. So Jesus tells them, listen, you will do more greater things than I have done. In other words, God is not afraid that you are increasing while he's increasing. God is not afraid. He's not, he's not threatened by fire. He is not threatened by your promotion. God is not threatened by his own He is not in competition with you. He says you do greater things. In those days, Jesus did not speak to 50,000 people. In those days, Jesus just spoke to a few thousand. But now we have people speaking to hundreds of thousands of people. We, there are people doing things greater in dimensions. So, so God is saying that, Jesus is saying that you will do greater things than I did. Hallelujah. Why should, let me tell you something. If I die now, it will not stop anything. The kingdom of God moves. So why will you stop something that you know that if you, if you die, you, it's going to continue. You can as well allow it to continue because it, does not, it really does not really add up. It's somebody following me tonight. So, 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 so Jesus was saying, you do greater things than I did. That is the kind of mindset. In other words, you also increase. While I increase, my name is great, your name is great. And most of the times, we, most of the times, we are being conditioned that, listen, I must, God must just increase and then I come down. That was John's perspective. That was John's perspective. Jesus is comfortable with you doing well. Jesus is comfortable with you being great. Because he told them, I will make your name great. By opposition. So there are many people who try to fight you. I know a very powerful organist who was in the UK. He was an assistant organist, but in the church he was playing. He's never been allowed to play because the, the, the organist did not give him chance to play. He said, I must increase. You must decrease. And guess what? After John the Baptist said that he died afterwards, yeah. he decreased. Yeah. I'm coming to that. <laughs> and so this organist was very good organist, but 
The main organist said no. I'm not allowed to pay. One day, how do you say one day? One day. One day. He was struck with a serious sickness. He was out of the way. When the other organist sat on the organ, they called the organist on the hospital bed. They said, in fact, your services are they said that your services are no longer. In fact, you are no longer the mission. We have a fantastic organist. There are people who are saying you should decrease so that they increase. But tonight, they don't want your millionaire to be heard. They say they want to decrease. They don't want you to grow. They say they want to decrease. Why they are increasing? Why they are jumping over the world and doing things? When you're done to turn on, they say you must decrease for tonight. I prophesy. Grace is coming upon somebody here to increase. I prophesy. Grace is coming over somebody here. God is going to put grace upon what you are doing. God will put grace upon what you are doing and cause you to increase. All these are increase. Increase. Yeah, people are decreasing when you are increasing. They say you must decrease so that we increase. They can even come and collapse and be their own ministry so that they increase. They can collapse a shop just like they did my mother's and father's business. They did, they decrease. You see, some of you, I've seen people, even in the church, you have people who have daycare. There are two people having daycare in the church. This one's daycare is green. This other one's daycare. And this one, the daycare says goes to the parents of daycare. They says, listen, that, that those people, their babies have rashes all over the place. Their babies have rashes all over the place. I'm telling you something. People have confessed. They say, hey, their babies have rashes. If you come to that day, the aunts, aunts will buy them. They say, hey. So so they say that place, the, the food is even the food, they don't, they are cleaning their bathroom, if you, their kitchen, if you see where they cook. So, so, so don't go there. Then what happened? All of a sudden, the person doesn't have anybody. Why? Somebody has increased and somebody is decreasing. When, some, when, when you are decreasing, something is increasing. But you have to get up and say, and for me, as God to me, I will, I must increase and let them decrease. Tonight, whoever has to decrease, they will decrease. They will say, no, no, let's not do this. They will say, oh, no, don't worry, we're all brothers in Christ. Luke chapter 9, verse 49. I'm not going we're going to start praying tonight. Luke chapter 9, verse 49. <laughs> 49 to 50. Are we together? Yes, and John answered and said, this John is John the apostle, John the revelator, the disciple of Jesus. And John answered and said, Master, who answered? The, the disciples. Master, we saw Abiyah we saw Daniel casting out devils in thy name. And we forbid them. We saw them. We saw Annie's business growing. We forbid them. Can I tell you something? If, the, if people want you to really increase, you increase. Do you know that? If government want people to be prosperous, they will prosper. There's no lie. If they really want you to increase, you increase. They use all these big jargons to just confuse you. All these details. If you want, if they want you to increase, they can increase. Yeah. They can even say we we'll, we'll reduce tax greatly, yeah. because when you reduce tax, people will increase. Yeah. But 
But they say no. No, let's not, let, 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 let us be the one only in Christian. Am I speaking to somebody here? And we forbid him because he followed not us. In other words, we forbid him because he's not part of our council. We, we, we stop them because these people, they don't belong to any, any approved service. And Jesus said unto them, forbid them not. I am saying unto you tonight, forbid them not, forbid them not. Whatever says forbid, for whatever says forbid them, I say forbid them not. Jesus said, forbid them not, for he that is not against us is for us. So in other words, what Jesus is saying is that these people are not, they don't need to be part of your group. But if they are doing the same thing, they are not against us. They are for us. And are you together? I came to announce that that ministry is for God. I came to announce that that pastor is for God. I came to announce that this fellowship is for God. We are not fighting against you. We are not fighting against God. Are you We are not fighting against other churches. So when other churches are telling their members not to come, okay. discouraging their members, no. Listen, we are not against you. We are not against you. Yeah. 
God is doing something in your life that nobody born of woman can stop. Yeah. I, 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 I said, nobody born of woman can stop. Yeah. Some few years ago, I, I remember when um, Apostle um, 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 Festus and myself, some people look at us and say, hey, you call yourself. <laughs> no, no, we're not against you. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something about business? When you say that, oh, this person is giving that to Christ, what do you mean?
It don't matter. I know you may have lost your virginity many, many years ago, but what God will do with you, He will, he will, he will use the foolish things to confirm the wise. You may have come out of the tent and prophet Oh, yeah. 
Joshua the same for me. The second time we will join the Baptist, we have to suicide. Who are they? We will not answer. We will come come to you. We will come and tell you, Mark, Mark, go stay alive. We will that alive. We will see that thing that we are going to go to. Mark, go alive.
is struggling with this. How much more those people who are in the shrines? <sighs> but tonight, tonight, what is tonight? Song. 